Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Ang. This is most likely going to be the last episode that I put out for the year of 2020, and I know I literally say this in every episode, but wow, time has passed by so extremely fast. It feels like I literally just started this podcast like a couple of months ago, but no, it's actually been a full year or, or almost a full year, you guys, so that's super crazy just to even say that. This podcast will still always be one of the best things to happen to me in the year of 2020 and that's not even because there wasn't that much good to come out of 2020 in general, but I think even if the year itself was better, this podcast would still be up on the list for me because it's just my little baby. Basically, you know, all of my hard work and time has been put into this podcast throughout the entirety of the year and I wouldn't have it any other way. A big thank you to all of you that listen to this podcast each week and for supporting me every step of the way. It's been such an amazing journey and I can't wait to see what comes out of this podcast in the new year because I never expected everything that has happened to come out of this year. So I have so many fun things planned for this podcast and I can't wait to share it with all of you. But anyway, Christmas is officially past us and now we're revving up for New Year's, which is always so crazy to me. I don't know if anyone else feels that way when it's like Christmas and then pretty much a few days after it's New Year's. That is crazy to me. I don't know why. But my Christmas celebration obviously looked very different from what it normally is in past years, but I'm super grateful that I did get to spend it with my family because I know a lot of people didn't have the chance to spend the holidays with their families, which is super sad. So definitely no complaints here and I think it was a pretty good Christmas celebration. This episode is going to be a pretty chill one. Normally, I go into my episodes with a specific topic that I want to cover, and then the whole episode kind of revolves around that topic. But this one is really just going to be me talking through some things that are on my mind, and most importantly, just looking back on the year of 2020 and everything that has happened. Guys, even though time flew by so fast this year, I feel like so much has happened, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who can attest to that feeling. I've kept myself super busy and so on edge all the time that I never really gave myself the opportunity to just sit down and reflect on everything that has happened as a whole. So that is why I wanted to finally give myself that time in this week's episode to really take a look back at everything that went on this year and to reflect on some of the biggest lessons that I've learned. So despite all of the unfortunate events that happened during the year of 2020, I think generally speaking, it was a pretty good year for me. And I say despite, not to disregard all of the things that happened as a result of 2020, but I'm just saying putting all of those bad things aside and just looking at my own personal goals, it was a pretty good year. And it's not to say 2020 wasn't rough on me either. I think a lot of the times we see the good parts of people's lives that they put out and, you know, we don't see the full picture, but there were actually a lot of missed opportunities and, you know, health problems that were discovered in my family that were really stressful and saddening when they occurred. So yeah, this was by no means an easy year for me. So just because I don't talk about those things doesn't mean that they're not there. But obviously, I'm trying to look at the brighter side and not just completely write off the year just yet. And that is because so many amazing things happened in this year for me as well. For example, you guys know that this podcast has been one of the greatest achievements for myself this year, and it may not seem like that big of a deal to some of you, like starting a podcast, but 
Speaking through the microphone and talking to you all has gotten me through some really stressful and tough times throughout this like whole quarantine phase. And also to receive the kind messages from y'all has really made my year altogether because it's still crazy to me that so many people listen to these podcast episodes each week. Another thing that I was lucky enough to experience was not just one, but two internships within the span of 2020. As you guys know, I finished up my internship with the CFDA from the beginning of the year all the way till the end of November, so super grateful to have had that internship for, you know, almost a year. Actually, it was a year. Um, Yeah, that internship itself has opened up so many doors for me and introduced me to so many great people that I'm so glad to have in my life at this point. And then now we have the internship that I'm doing currently in PR, which has just been another dream come true for me. I'm super incredibly grateful and lucky that I was able to keep two internships this year because I know a lot of good people who lost their internships and jobs because, you know, the companies just couldn't afford to have them anymore. But that's also why I took a lot of time in the beginning of the year and even now to put up resources to find internships and jobs, especially in the fashion industry, because... I know I have a robust audience listening to me who are mainly interested in fashion. But anyone who is new to my podcast and has no idea what I was just talking about, I do have a lot of great past episodes talking about where you can find remote internship opportunities and just internships in general if you are, you know, if your internship was cancelled or you don't have one for the coming semester, all of those kinds of things. I walk you through cleaning up your resumes to acing the interviews and, you know, all of that good stuff, so... I was just so overwhelmed with the amazing feedback that I got when I put out those episodes because a lot of you expressed to me how much it had helped you and that made me so happy, of course, because that was my intention to begin with. I feel like I'm talking a lot about my own personal achievements, but I wanted to take a moment to talk about how school has been for me this year. You guys know that I did a lot of reflection this year on what my main priorities were and what I should be focusing on to further myself and my career in fashion. In the beginning of the year, I think January, I remember feeling not so great about school and I was just completely dreading my first semester as a junior at Parsons because of the fact that we'd be completely online and I had no idea how that was going to be. At that point, I just put school on the back burner and focused on all of the other stuff I have going on outside of school. You guys have no idea how much I BSed my way throughout the beginning of the semester. I was literally only doing assignments to get them done, not because I actually cared about, you know, what I got on them, which is a horrible idea, by the way, so don't do that, kids. But anyway, it wasn't until like October or November where I started to realize just how important my classes were and... That's when I snapped back into place and started putting in a lot more time and effort into my projects at Parsons. Don't ask me why or what happened to make me snap back into place because I literally could not tell you. I think I just have those phases in life where I give up all hope on something and get really dramatic like, oh, I don't care about school anymore, it's not going to help me anyway. And then eventually I always end up being my try-hard self in the end and just, you know, doing my best work. I don't know. Um, And I'm not saying that to be cocky or anything, but somehow every time I try to convince myself that I'm going to slack or not try as hard on something, in the end, I always end up doing the most for it. So my friends always tell me that because whenever I say, oh, I don't care about this assignment or I'm not going to try hard on it, they always just think of that as a joke because in the end, I end up like trying really hard on it. So maybe that's just me. But getting back to the point I was making... 
I ended up getting so passionate about the work that I was doing towards the end of the semester and I really gave the final project my my all. Like I really just put in so much work for it. I think a big reason why I saw the sudden shift of interest in my schoolwork was gotta be hands down because of my professors. And guys, I don't want to jinx it or anything, like knock on wood, but somehow I feel like I'm always blessed with good professors, or at least nice ones. I don't think I've ever gotten a crazy horrible professor that I've absolutely hated and despised, but maybe that also has to do with um, the fact that it takes a lot for me to write someone off and completely dislike them. I pretty much will make friends with anybody unless you're like a terribly horrible human being with no soul. Um, my professors this semester, especially for my like core fashion classes, really challenged me to find the one thing that I wanted to focus on for my remaining time at Parsons. They pushed me to dig deeper than just surface level ideas and that's how I ultimately came up with the project idea I'm working on right now. If you guys don't know what I'm working on right now, I think I mentioned it in earlier episodes, but it has to do with utilizing laboratory plastics to make textiles for apparel. So I really owe it to my two core professors for making this semester bearable and really worth my time and effort. But besides, you know, my work life and my school life, I really found a lot of growth within my own personal life. I've said this on so many occasions on my podcast episodes already, but this year is the year that I really found my focus in life. Um, That sounds terribly deep and cliche, but I genuinely have just been so confused about what I wanted to do in life and like what's my calling and all that jazz. But I think this year I was pointed in the right direction of where I wanted to go. And obviously I don't have everything figured out. And let's be honest, I'm only 20, so I still have time. There's really no pressure to have everything figured out. But, you know, now I do have more of a direction going forward for the stuff that I want to pursue in the future. I definitely don't want any of you listening who are either the same age as me or younger than me to feel like if you don't have your stuff together at this point, then you're like behind. That's not what I'm trying to say at all because that's like completely not true. We're all so different and have different goals in life, so I don't expect myself to be at the same point as someone else and neither should you all. That all being said, I think 2020 was also a year where I grew so much as a person. I'm sure so many of you can relate to this because 2020 was just throwing us so many curveballs at a time, but seriously, like, I think the person I am now is completely different from the person I was in the beginning of the year. One specific thing for me has just been a complete mindset shift. I feel like one of the biggest changes in my mindset this year has just been in learning to live in the moment and take things one step at a time. I used to get so much anxiety with the amount of stuff that I had to get done, and the stress would consume me and just literally eat me alive but I think now I'm a lot better at taking one thing at a time and just telling myself that I'm working on this one thing right now so the other stuff on the side can wait and there's no reason to get stressed about the other stuff that has to get done. I don't know if that explanation made any sense but it's been a super big change for me to just focus on one thing at a time. It definitely has improved my mental health a lot because I'm less hard on myself in terms of the amount of things I can finish and achieve. Also speaking about being less hard on myself, I feel like this was definitely the year I showed myself the most amount of self-care. And when I say self-care, I mean like emotionally, physically, and even spiritually, if that's a thing. I didn't beat myself up anymore and I showed myself a lot of love and nourishment than I ever have in the past. 
And these are just some small examples, but in terms of physically, I focused a lot on having more self-care nights and taking care of what I put on my face and body. Guys, I don't think I ever invested more money into skincare products than I have in this year. Um, and let's be honest, like I'm 20, I'm not getting any younger, so we just have to start working on that anti-aging stuff. But then another thing that I really improved on was treating myself and just buying things when I wanted to and had the means to. If you know me personally, you know I'm literally so hard on myself when it comes to shopping and buying stuff for myself. I, you know, I'll have no problem spending money on other people, which was pretty much evident in the obscene amount of money I spent for my family and friends' Christmas gifts, but whenever it comes to myself, I just can't justify spending the money, which sounds really effed up, but yeah. I definitely think I got so much better this year at showing up for myself and just buying things when I wanted them without being too hard on myself. And you know what? Now that I'm talking about this topic, it makes me really want to purchase this necklace I've been wanting. Um, I don't know if any of you know this pearl necklace from Vivian Westwood. So many people have got it and that's not the reason I want to get it. Um, I just think it's super cute and that'll go with a lot of outfits. So I've been wanting it for so long. So maybe after this podcast episode, I'm going to treat myself and get it. Let's see if I actually do it. Also, I did just want to make it clear that showing yourself self-love does not necessarily mean buying yourself stuff and spending money. Like, that's not what I'm trying to say here at all. I'm just saying that internally, if, you know, for me, it was a problem that I had for myself because I could never justify buying myself anything. I could always just buy other people's stuff, but not myself. But yeah, I'm definitely getting a lot better at it. And next year, I still want to continue showing myself love and just being there for myself. But yeah, I hope a lot of you learned the importance of showing yourself some love this year. I know we definitely all needed it, and it was certainly a common theme amongst the majority of people in quarantine and self-isolation. With that, I wanted to get into some of the lessons from 2020 that I'll be taking into 2021. One of the big ones that I'm really going to hold myself to is to just do it. You guys don't even know how much hesitation I would have before doing anything and it definitely got in the way of achieving a lot of things and just taking risks and doing things. So in 2021, I'm going to say yes to more things and when opportunities come to me, I'm just going to YOLO it and do it. Once traveling becomes safe to do again, I'm going to travel as much as I can in the new year. Like literally all of the places that I've been wanting to visit, I'm going to take the leap and just do it. In terms of traveling, I don't really travel that much, especially international travel. If I ever do travel most of the time, it's, you know, kind of just within the US. But I definitely don't want to come off as like that I've never traveled or that I don't travel to places because I have been to like Canada and one time to Japan. So I'm already really lucky to have traveled to those two places outside of the US. But, you know, generally speaking, I don't travel very often because... You know, everything that I could kind of want or need is here in my home in New York, so. With all that being said, however, there are some places that I really wanted to visit like London, you know, Paris and Greece, all of the basic ones, but I definitely want to check those off my bucket list in the new year. Most of you know this, but I was supposed to go to London this month to study abroad for fashion design. The program itself didn't get cancelled, but I made the conscious decision not to go because... I just don't think it's safe yet and I'm actually glad that I made that decision because there's this new strand of the virus originating from the UK that is apparently much more spreadable, so in a way I'm kind of glad I'm not there right now. 
Trust me though, it was not an easy decision for me to make because I've been wanting to study abroad, you know, anywhere since I got into Parsons, but you know, ultimately it was the right decision to make for myself and my family. So since London ended up not happening in 2020, I just want to go to all the places I've been wanting to go in the new year. But obviously, of course, until it's, you know, safe and okay to travel. And that actually reminds me of something that I, you know, came to mind last night. Um, I don't know what your opinion on this is, guys, but seeing people, specifically influencers, traveling and just enjoying their lives out there makes me really disappointed. And don't, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that from a place of jealousy. Like, come on, I'm not nine years old and being like, oh, since I can't travel and have fun, no one can. But it's just been super disappointing that they think that it's okay to go out there and, you know, go around while people are out there suffering and people like frontline workers who are constantly putting their lives on the line. Yesterday night specifically, I was watching this YouTube video from someone that I've been following for a while and it just made me really sad to see him traveling from LA to Hawaii and then he recently went to Alaska. I think it's just super selfish because you hear about all of those people out there who are avoiding travel for the holidays even though that they miss their families and they haven't seen them in a long time. But anyway, sorry for the rant. I just had to express my frustration on that point because it's super annoying to see and that's all I've been seeing on social media lately is just people mindlessly traveling and not having any consideration for anyone else. But getting back to another lesson that I'm going to be taking with me into 2020 is to never take anything for granted. This is one that I think everybody's going to be taking with them into the new year, but yeah, I definitely learned this the hard way. Because a lot of the things that I did in my day-to-day -day before quarantine just completely took a turn for the worse and I wasn't able to do any of those things anymore. So stuff like going into the city every day, sitting in cafes and just working on homework, you know, sleeping over at my best friend's apartment and even going to class in person, that all just completely changed and I haven't been able to do any of those things since early in the year in 2020. And even now with my current internship, I've started going back to the city like once a week to work in the office and I'm just completely disoriented whenever I get into the city. I haven't been in the city so long that I've literally lost all sense of direction and even when I walk now, I walk with such a slower pace than I used to. I don't know how to explain it, it all just feels so weird and different to me since I haven't been going to the city in such a long time. As much as it's nice to look back on 2020 and reflect, I'm really looking forward to looking towards the future and I'm just excited about the new year. But with that being said, I kind of wanted to get into the reason why I'm not making any goals or resolutions for the new year. Now, if this were any other year or any other circumstance, I would probably be making a whole podcast episode on my goals for the new year as that's something that I generally share on my social media, like all of those new year's resolution things. But this year is definitely not the same and I just don't want to have any expectations for myself so I will not be setting any goals for 2021. I think things are just too uncertain and I don't want to put myself in the position where I come up with a whole long list of goals that I want to achieve in the new year and then just get disappointed in myself when I don't achieve them. Don't get me wrong though, I think if you want to set goals for yourself then by all means go ahead. I just personally don't want to put all of that pressure on myself and... To be honest, I've been hearing a lot of people with the same opinion on goal setting for the new year and a lot of people aren't doing it as well. I've pretty much gone my whole life with setting goals for myself for the new year so I think this will be quite different for me to pretty much go with the flow and just see where this new year takes me. 
if anything, I think it'll also be a lot more freeing because it'll allow me to do what I want to do and not be restricted by a list of resolutions that I'm forced to reach by the end of the year. And also another thing is I'm literally the worst at setting goals and making lists for myself because I'm so bad at listing stuff that's actually manageable and realistic, which is really not good for myself and just like my self-esteem. So that's why I'm going to be straying away from the New Year's goals this year and just focus on what I'm doing in the present moment. But yeah, that is basically all that I wanted to share on this episode. I'm like a little scared, but also excited for the new year. Scared because I barely felt like I lived through and experienced 2020 to its fullest extent. And also excited because obviously 2020 was a train wreck and we need to get out of this 2020 curse. But anyway, I think this will be the last episode of the year, which is crazy to wrap my head around. You know, 42 episodes in one year. I really don't know if that's like a lot or a little, but to me, it's a lot. Um, And, you know, that means that the next episode will be in the new year. So that'll be the first episode of 2021. So I'll be sure to let you all know how my New Year's celebration went, even though it won't be anything too crazy as it has been in previous years. I've already have something really exciting to announce in the first, you know, podcast episode of the new year. So look out for that announcement coming soon. It has to do with a new podcast sponsor, but that's all I'm going to say for now, and you'll just have to wait till the new year. As always, I want to thank you for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. If you have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them. Anyway, love you guys always and talk to you all in the new year.